you want to see? Sure. Oh, you're doing it right now. I, I am. I figured it was a, a pretty oh. good opportunity. Okay. Oh, okay. So it looks like you're pregnant. Welcome back to Other People's Lives. I'm Joe Sanagato. I'm Greg Dybeck. For people out there that want to be a guest on our show, don't hesitate to reach out to us. You can hit us at our email, oplpodcast at gmail.com. Send us your story and we'll get back to you. Today, we're talking to a man who reached out to discuss his interest in MPREG, which stands for male pregnancy, and his habit of presenting as pregnant in public himself from time to time. So we're excited to get into this topic. And as always, we have the guests on the line. Thank you so much for being on today. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So can you just give us a definition of male pregnancy and what it means to you? Um, well, I think the definition is pretty uh, straightforward. It's uh, like if you look it up on Wikipedia, it's going to be the instance where the male of the species uh, carries the developing embryo to term. Um, it actually occurs naturally in some species. Uh, unfortunately, in humans, it doesn't. But uh, for me, it's that's the basic idea of uh, a man being able to to participate in the in the pregnancy and uh, being able to carry a baby to term. So what is it exactly about pregnancy that you're so drawn to? Uh, you know, I, I wish I could, I could pinpoint it. It's just the, the whole idea of it, you know, being able to, you know, like they said, like create life and bring this new life into the world. But also it's just, it's so, uh, I'm, I'm, I want to use the word intimate, but in a different context, obviously, uh, because it, it is something that, that is exclusive to, uh, to females and that they get to to have this relationship and this connection with the baby like from day one and it's just to me it's something fascinating i mean even pregnancy itself like uh naturally to me i'm, I'm very drawn to it i think it's i think it's something beautiful i think it's something amazing and uh i just and i find myself drawn to it a lot do you remember when you first start started, I guess, having this interest and realizing, um, you know, that was like a real strong pull, I guess, to, you know, this interest and I guess the desire to, you know, be pregnant yourself? Uh, I mean, I remember when I was younger, you know, there were ladies in my church that they, they got pregnant and uh, they, uh, you know, like they, they said, like, you know, oh, you want to feel the baby or whatever. And that was cool to me, but that's just something like a core memory, I guess. Um, but it wasn't until later on, I guess when I was still young, like probably like seven or eight that, uh, I saw the movie, uh, junior, uh, with, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh yeah. And in that movie, he, he becomes pregnant through a science experiment. And I thought it was just, it was awesome. And I mean, I can't tell you how many times I watched that movie like throughout my adolescence. And it was too many times. I think that really made an impression on me. But just again, that uh, that idea of of a man being able to to be a parent in that way uh, really appealed to me. And then it was funny uh, a few years later when I was a teenager, uh, a friend of mine in our friend group one day kind of just chimed up with, "Hey, could you know? Do you think you could ever uh, ever have a baby?" I'm like, "What do you mean?" It's like, you know, do, do you think you could birth a child? And my like knee jerk reaction was no, obviously not, because I mean I don't have the parts. But that got me thinking some more afterward, and I'm like, oh yeah, this was 
this is something I was kind of into when I was younger. And then I don't know, it just, uh, I looked it up on the internet and then I found that there was actually a, a kind of international community wrapped around this idea. Uh, there's a number of websites and I, I checked them out and then it just kind of spiraled from there. And also in your email, you said that you like in public show that you're pregnant. How to like, how exactly do you do that? Um, well, like if I, uh, if I share my, my video, we, it won't be on the, on the YouTube, right? No, it won't. It won't. Okay. Uh, so I'm just, I'm just gonna, you want to see? Sure. Oh, you're doing it right now. I, I am. I figured it was a, a pretty oh. good opportunity. Okay. Oh, okay. So it looks like you're pregnant. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. So basically this is a, that looks very convincing. So for everyone listening who can't see, uh, we obviously see you now you're sitting down, but you, what are you wearing? Is, is it a belly? It basically you have a hoodie on, but you can clearly see the bulge in the stomach and it pretty much looks exactly like what a pretty large pregnant stomach would look like. Yeah. And that's basically it. Um, and this is uh, it's not a belly. It's just a cushion that I, that I bought. And cause it, there are like prosthetic bellies that you can get, but they're also hundreds of dollars and, while this is a, a habit of mine, it's, I try to keep it as cheap as possible. And also it's, it isn't something that I, this is, you're the first people that I've ever spoken to about this, like out loud, uh, which I think is a recurring theme on this show. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I also don't want to, I have roommates and I don't want them to like, you know, wander into my room and see this prosthetic belly sitting on under my bed. Mm-hmm. So uh, a cushion is much easier to disguise uh, when I'm not using it. So is there something about, uh, you know, other people's reaction to you when you are sort of wearing that, that is appealing? Yeah, there, there definitely is. Um, uh, recently I went to a, uh, I went to a, like a barbershop, uh, type deal and the, uh, the woman working on me, uh, just, I mean, I, I never, I never present as female, so I, I, pretty sure I present as male. Um, so I, I figure that if I were to see this, I would just assume it was someone with either a weird condition or just a big kind of protuberant belly. Um, so I never assume that a person is going to think twice about it. I just kind of hope that they will. But anyway, at this, uh, this barbershop, the, the woman working on me, she asked me how many months long I was. And that was the first time that, yeah, that was like the first thing she even said to me. She's like, huh? how many months and like I wasn't prepared for how emotional I was going to get when that happened because for a few minutes as I was talking to her it was real and I felt bad like you know I'm tricking this lady because I, I went along with it and like I said you know oh, I'm so many weeks or and she asked me like you know if, uh, if the baby kicked and stuff or what I was having and, I mean again I, I was I was deceiving her but uh it felt it felt good to be able to to play to play pretend that way, you know. So that was the only time that's ever happened, though. So that was one time. Another time, I was in a I was studying and uh, sitting at a table. This was, I always do this kind of out of town because you know the the chances of seeing someone that I know is kind of terrifying uh, while I'm like this. So I was anyway. I was sitting at a table studying, kind of reading, and. Uh, a guy came up to me and he's like, excuse me. I'm like, yeah, he says, are, 
are you pregnant? And again, you know, I'm, I'm clearly a man, but it somehow it clicked in him, the, the shape or whatever. Uh, and I, again, I, I went along with it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. He asked me like how it was possible. And I said that I couldn't talk about it. But, yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, just for, for everyone listening or watching too, we obviously just saw you. We're not going to, you know, show the video, uh, to anyone, but you, you know, you keep mentioning it. You're not presenting female. Like you're, it's very, you're very clearly a man. You have facial hair. Like it's, if you were walking down the street for everyone listening, you would just immediately think like, that's a man, but also the belly looks very convincingly pregnant. And I don't know if this is something you do, but you're also sort of cradling your stomach, like rubbing it even for the, you know, short few seconds that your video popped up. So is, is that something you're doing when you're out too? Like, are you really kind of playing up the, the fact that, you know, you're pregnant or presenting pregnant just by kind of the way that you touch it and everything? Yeah, I, I definitely do that. And I actually didn't realize that I was doing that as I was showing you the, uh, on the video, like that just happens yeah. now when, I, when I'm wearing it. Um, but yeah, so I'll, I, I try not to like make a, make a spectacle of it. Like I don't waddle or anything like that, but yeah, I like put my hands on my back or I'll, when I'm standing up, I'll support the belly to kind of give that illusion. So is it like being pregnant that is more appealing or is it, like giving birth. I mean, for me, you know, I you can't really have one without the other. Um, of course, in in a man's case, it would have to be like my C-section. But for me, I, I've always wanted children. Uh, I, I want kids. I don't have any kids right now, but you know, it's not something you rush into. Um, but I would like to to be. Pregnant, I think. So I think it's the actual pregnancy of carrying the baby and feeling it and all that kind of stuff that appeals to me more than the actual delivery. But, you know, I want, I like babies too. So I'd like to have a baby one day. Is it that intimate connection of, you know, like being what, what a woman is when she's pregnant, like truly just the life force for this child that's growing for nine months? Like, is, is that fully the appeal or are there other aspects like, you know, walking around and having someone say like, are you pregnant or how many months, like sort of like the sympathy or empathy, you know, someone might have with a pregnant person. Is that something that you sort of seek as well? Yeah, I think so too. That, that definitely has an appeal. Okay. And I guess my follow-up question to that is like, what would you consider that? Like, is this a, a kink, a fetish? Is there a sexual aspect or is it truly just like the idea of being pregnant is just so appealing? So I, I can't speak for everyone that's into Mpreg because like I said, there's actually quite a lot. Um, so there are definitely corners of that, uh, uh, of that community that it is very much a kink. It's a fetish for them that there is a sexual aspect to it. Uh, for me, it's it isn't sexual. It's uh, I guess it's kind of a kink, but it's uh, but yeah, there's there's no sexual aspect to, to me. Is there any sort of uh, appeal of like breastfeeding or like you know other motherly duties after a child is born, or do you not think about that? I don't really think about it. Breastfeeding doesn't really appeal to me, but as far as the rest, like you know being. Just being a parent, like I, I won't say being a mother, because I don't want to be a mother. I still want to be a father, but I just mm -hmm. 
which uh, I guess it's hard to separate the two, but yeah, so no, so no breastfeeding does not appeal to me. So in your ideal situation, you were, you'd be able to be pregnant and then have like a C-section and then just raise the child as the child's father. Yeah. Okay. And is that to like have a family and be married also, or like be a single father or does that not really matter? Is it like the having a baby would kind of take priority? Yeah, for sure. So having the baby has, has more priority. Um, being married, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, then I'm not worried about it. So, I mean, I know you take two to tango, obviously, but uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not really interested in marriage. Okay. And you said before something about your roommates, so you don't want them walking into your room and seeing like a big pregnant belly. So, is this something that n- none of your like close friends or anybody know about? You kind of keep it a secret from them. Absolutely, no one knows. At least Why? not that they told me. If you're willing to like kind of go out in public and, you know, do that, why is it that you feel like you can't do that to your close friends and family? I've asked myself the same question, and I wish that I could give myself a satisfactory answer. But basically, I think it's there's a, a certain shame that comes along with it. Uh, you know, I I I know it is. It's, it's weird. It's it is when you get down to it unnatural. Uh, but and that's just not a conversation that I'm. Comfortable having with people that I'm close to. Hmm. Yeah. What if you found a you know partner that you could potentially settle down with that maybe you would even raise a child with? Is this something that you would keep hidden, stop doing, or continue doing? In in my uh, my ideal scenario, it would be that I would just stop doing it, and you know, kind of just get get a uh, get over this. Uh, this infatuation. Hmm. Um, if, uh, I think trust is also an issue for me, but if I could find someone that I trusted enough to share this with, and like, I trusted that they wouldn't, uh, you know, blab about it or make fun of me for it, then, then yeah, I think I would be comfortable after, after a point sharing it with them. But, mm-hmm. is like the shock value part of it? Like, is there sort of, almost like a element of voyeurism in a way of just, you said you kind of go to neighborhoods that you're not from. So less likelihood of running into someone, you know, clearly presenting as male, which you are, but wearing the belly, having, you know, kind of like the movements and appearance of pregnancy, obviously wanting someone to possibly say something. So is there sort of like a rush you get from that just like knowing that people are seeing this and and maybe confused by it or thinking like what is this or or being uncertain like is is that part of the appeal as well yeah it is definitely uh i uh i was running errands uh, a few a few months ago and i uh i was returning an item to a store to a different store than i had bought it from the same like the same chain so i was returning the item and i decided hey there's an opportunity let me wear the belly so i did and i went in and returned and everything the the teller didn't say anything like you know they're professional most people are um but as i kind of turned and walked away i could hear them mutter to their to their partner like you know was he pregnant and that like right there that gave me that i guess that rush you could say that uh i was getting Mm -hmm. more looking for and i think i even said in my email that there's definitely uh an aspect of this to where i'm just seeking attention 
I don't know why I'm seeking that kind of attention, but it, it, that does, that is part of the deal. Totally. I mean, there's no avoiding attention, I guess, when you're doing that. Yeah. And you said before that those like the silicone sort of pregnant uh, things that they use like in movies and stuff, uh, they're like hundreds of dollars. Is that like something that you're trying to save up for and attain? Like that would be something you're interested in or you're just using like a cushion, I think you said? Yeah, right now I'm, I'm content with the cushion. It doesn't have like the weight to it that would make this a bit more of a of a real experience for me. Of course, it's also not a baby inside moving. But um, it's, it's something that I've thought about investing in one of those. But again, this is something that I'm, I'm trying to sort of work through and not not keep doing because mm-hmm. uh, I feel like it's gonna at some point it's gonna get in the way and it's gonna prevent me from living my life the way that I need to. Uh, so I'm trying not to get too invested in it. And how how is this every day that you're doing this? It's pretty much every week if if I have an opportunity. So it's not definitely not every day. Mm-hmm. What 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 constitutes as like an opportunity? So, like, if I'm going to be in a part of town that I'm not normally in or if I'm going to be somewhere that I don't normally go. Uh, so, like, recently I went to another city. And so on the way there, I I, I put on the belly and, like, whenever I stopped, you know, like, when I stopped for gas, I was pumping with the, the full, full belly. Or when I stopped for a, a break, like a, like a coffee or something, and uh, I had the belly. Hmm. Got it. So you, like, avoid doing it in sort of your hometown and where you live? Right. So like there was, there was one coffee shop that uh, I used to go to that's uh, near, near my work. And I would usually go there like kind of late at night. But then one night I went in there and someone that I knew came out and I just, I bolted. And they didn't see me. And uh, it was just, it was terrifying. <laughs> so I haven't, I haven't been back there, but. If you ran into someone that you knew and they saw you like that, would you kind of come clean or do you think you'd, like have an excuse for them that you know wasn't um presenting as pregnant uh i'm not sure i mean it's it's a pretty obvious pregnant belly i'm not sure how else and i'm i won't say that i'm slim but i i don't have much of a gut so yeah i would definitely look different than i normally do so if someone that knew me saw me i don't know how what i would say or how i would explain it I'd probably say something like it's a social experiment or like I'm trying to show sympathy for someone. I lost a bet or something. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Um, It it wouldn't go far because I'm not a good liar. (laughs) So is, I guess when you're not in public and you're not doing this, like how much are you sort of living in the fantasy of being pregnant? Like, are you doing this in your own home and have you created a story or a relationship with maybe like the baby that would be in your belly? Like, have you, you know, said like, Oh, this is a boy or this is a girl, or I'm going to name it, you know, this. And are you kind of creating that story for yourself? No, the fantasy doesn't, doesn't go that deep. And I'm trying to, trying to avoid that because to me, then, then my heart will get involved in, and I'm upset because this baby that I'm creating is not actually real. And then I'll just make myself more sad. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And also you're saying that, you know, this is something that you kind of want to, you want to work through. Uh, is there anything that you're doing right now where you're actively trying to get over this or is it something you're just currently indulging in, but hoping that you kind of grow out of one day? 
I'm currently indulging in it, and I think that eventually I'm going to try and seek some kind of therapy uh, just to kind of talk through it, see, like, where it stems from, and see if there's any way that I can just, like, you know, get a handle on this. Because right now it's, it's it hasn't gotten out of hand yet, but I can see that happening, and I don't want to live that way. So mm-hmm. I, I would definitely like to like to see this through uh, to where it's uh, I don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah. What does getting out of hand look like in your mind? Is it presenting, you know, yourself as pregnant almost every day or just finding reasons to, or like we said before, like kind of creating this narrative and backstory and just getting really, really sucked into the, you know, almost role-playing aspect of this? Uh, All of the above. Okay. You know, I think it's definitely just, it it takes up, it takes up a lot of my day. Like, you know, if, uh, if I have things to do or if I have places to or things to get done, then I, I can't be scheduling my pregnancy around it, you know. So it's uh, I'd like to be able to just get back to, to living normally, I guess. Yeah, it's yeah, re- really interesting. Um, and I'm curious just because you mentioned early on that you did discover a community around this. Do you speak with other people who are into this? Uh, or do you know of anyone else who is sort of going out and doing what you're doing? I do. So there's a, there's a, another guy that, uh, I mean, I don't know him personally, but I, I follow him online and he'll post pictures to his feed and like he'll post stories of his encounters and he'll do the same thing exactly, like basically the same exact thing that I do. Although he has a, a much better setup. Uh, so, but he'll go out and he has a full story about it. Like he'll, uh, he'll kind of subtly record some of his interchanges and interactions. Hmm. So I, wow. I, I get a bit of a, I get, I get a bit of satisfaction out of watching that too and reading that, but also on the, uh, on the website, the one that I frequent the most, um, there's a, uh, there's a forum where you can post, uh, fiction. So it's mostly fan fiction, but or like original works, and I, I like writing. So I've been, I've I've worked on a, a few short stories that feature male pregnancy and pregnant men. So oh, I post okay. those on there and like kind of interact with the comments, things like that. And I'm actually currently working on a novel featuring a pregnant man. So I'm also working on that, trying to put that together. Okay, interesting. Have you have you ever met anyone from the community in person? No. Do you plan on that at all? I haven't, I haven't thought of it because again, this is something that I, I keep so uh, so under wraps that in my head that's not even an option. But I mean, if if it, if it happens, it happens. But if, if not, then I'm, I'm kind of okay with that. Hmm. So I know you you talked about you know eventually maybe going to therapy and wanting to stop this so that it doesn't impede on other aspects of your life. But is there anything that like any bucket list pregnancy things that you want to do or like anything, you know, around this that you haven't done that you sort of want to check off the list maybe before you figure out how to stop? Uh, no, but that's a, that, that's a great idea. You got any suggestions? <laughs> Just like pretend your water broke and like get an ambulance to come or something. <laughs> Just like go all the way. I'm wasting, I'm wasting other people's time. <laughs> and then how do I explain that? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, this is a very interesting uh, point of view. I've never 
heard about this type of thing, but um, never shocks me when we do this show and then you realize that there's a whole community of people who are kind of into the same thing. Uh, and I'm wondering if that was sort of like comforting to you to find out that, you know, you're, you're not alone in this. There's other people who are kind of interested in this type of thing. I guess it was validating in a way. Uh, I don't know how comforting it was because, again, this kind of it's a it's a it's stressful on me. Uh, but yeah, I guess I, I guess that there's a bit of comfort knowing that I'm not the only one, and that it's maybe not as not as weird as it could be. You know? mm. Yeah. No. Totally. I think uh, we come across that a lot on this show, and uh, yeah, no, like Joe said, just really interesting, you know, point of view. Um, I've kind of heard about male pregnancy before, but I didn't really understand the community around it, or at least like this aspect. So, you know, we really appreciate you. Like you said, it's really becoming a theme on the show where people basically tell us that we're the first ones that they've ever talked to about something. So, you know, we just keep getting lucky that people are trusting us with their story. So we really, really appreciate you, you know, trusting us with your story as well. And, um, yeah. And I mean, this, uh, yeah. this show has become such a great outlet, I think for a lot of people in that way, I think all of us have some kind of, some kind of baggage or some kind of like secret thing that we don't, that we want to talk about, but we're afraid to talk about. So, uh, a platform like this is, uh, I think is really great. So like, even just something like the anonymous hotline has been, uh, amazing too. Cause I told him to that too a while ago, but. Mm. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, no, we, uh, really, really appreciate that. And, you know, good luck with your journey. And, um, you know, if, if you truly eventually do want to stop, then we hope that, you know, you are able to find that path. And, uh, in the meantime, you're definitely giving, you know, some stranger something to talk about at dinner. That's for sure. Yeah. I just wish that I could hear the conversation. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> so do we, uh, but no, thank you so much. And, uh, we wish you luck with everything. Thank you. All right. Have a good mm-hmm. one. Have a good one. You. Bye. Well, that was interesting. I will say, I did not think that that was an actual thing until, honestly, the my first memory of this type of thing was exactly what he said, like the the Arnold movie that from movie, back in yeah. the day. Yeah, I just forget what the name of it was, but I do remember seeing that movie and being like, "Huh, this is what." Yeah. Um, and then I guess from there, I mean, and we saw the video of the guy, the guy is like, he's got the the stomach and he's like holding it like it's a baby. Yeah. Just kind I, of I just, just like rubbing it. Yeah. It's like interesting because I feel like, uh, you know, for the most part, when we have these conversations with people, there is something that, you know, and, and that's why I think that you asked that question was because it was like, is this a fetish? Is this a kink? What is this? Because a lot of people, they do uh, things that can be considered like, uh, strange or weird, and, but they're getting some sort of like pleasure from it. So, most of the time, like sexual pre- pleasure from it. This just feels like I just want to experience pregnancy, you know, and it's not necessarily about giving birth or being a woman. It's just having the belly. Yeah. And then I guess everything that comes with that, it changes the way that you move. It changes the way that people you know, look at you, interact with you, obviously, especially in his case. Um, and just like the attention, it was interesting. He was just like, yeah, like part of it's just the attention. And like, I'm not really that type of person, but like, I guess I am because I'm literally going out and pretending to be 
pregnant. And if someone asks me, I'm just going to keep going along with it. And, uh, you know, making things up to convince them that I am pregnant. So yeah, just seems like something he just really wants to do. So he's doing it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it is like confusing, like definitely about like, and also the fact that he's like, I don't want to do it anymore. I just kind of like, I hope I grow out of this sort of phase. Yeah. Um, but it sounds like it, I don't know. It feels like it's there to stay kind of, I mean, this started kind of when you were young and now you're still, doing it i don't know yeah well hey therapy will reveal a lot of things so it's that would be a i guess an interesting path for him um yeah. and it seems like he's super open-minded to exploring that you know like basically saying like hey i don't have the exact answers i can remember when this started but can't really tell you why but i'm sure that there is a reason why so at some point i'll try to discover that and then be able to move on from this thing and yeah, if that's what he really wants, you know, I, I hope that happens. But yeah, I guess to your point is, uh, you know, it, it could be difficult to just go cold turkey with something like that. Yeah, 100%. Um, but yeah, interesting. You know, one of the corners of the internet that I did not know really existed and also there being a community around it, which is not surprising at this point that it usually is the case. Um, but yeah, we appreciate him coming on and, and talking to us about um, male Pregnancy. Yeah. What was it? Mpreg? Mpreg, yeah. Shout right. out to all the Mpregers out there. And uh, that's cool that we got to see him too. That like, usually we have to use our yeah. imagination too. Right. So now we kind of had to describe it to everyone listening, but that was, yeah, that came out of nowhere. That was cool. Just a preg pregnant guy sitting in his car. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Um, but yeah, for anyone out there that would like to be on the show, send us an email. Email is oplpodcast at gmail.com. Send us your story and we will get back to you. Yeah, follow us on Instagram and TikTok for a bunch of clips from the show at OPL Podcast on both of those. And our guest actually mentioned, uh, we don't talk about it enough, but every other week on just audio platforms, we put out the anonymous hotline. Um, I know a bunch of you guys listen to that as well. Basically, we set up an anonymous hotline for people to call in, leave a message, sharing a confession, a secret. So we run short episodes, literally just playing the voicemails that people leave. So you could check that out on Spotify, Apple, all that. And uh, that is all for this week. Yeah. See you guys next time.